sometimes it's kind of ridiculous to live a life trying to find freedom because we're already freedom. It's just we're too busy to realize it. Hello and welcome to Soulful Sessions, the show that creates a space for people to chat openly about spirituality, personal growth and share their life experiences. We care about allowing people to open up authentically and share their soul. I hope you'll join me on this journey of bringing authentic and conscious content to the world through the voice of my incredible guests. If you love our stuff, remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit us up at SoulfulBod on Instagram. How have you been anyway in general? Amazing. Like, you know, like nice. a lot of shifts and everything. Finally left okay. my community. Nice. So how was that? Like, what has been the biggest one that's kind of come up for you in that shift? Just freedom. You know, like oh, a okay. huge, a, a huge relief of, um, it's something that I've known for a while that I wanted to do, but I, I had it kind of like one of the things that I had to do was to go there and have some chats with the, um, inner circle kind of thing and mm. just things that I couldn't have said if I had already left, you know? So mm-hmm. finally, when I said all those things and I left, it was just like the coherence came back, the co- congruence and coherence came back to my life. And that's, I love that. That's a huge thing. You know, I don't think that I don't know for anybody else, but for me, it's kind of very hard to truly live in peace and not be congruent. Hmm. I really think that's really powerful. And I guess for everyone who's listening, do you kind of want to give them a little bit of uh, an introduction into into yourself and, you know, what it was, what it's been your, I guess, most recent kind of big journey in that transition? Because I know, obviously, we've spoke before, so it would be good for you to give give an idea to the listeners as to, you know, what it is you do and, and your journey into kind of your most recent biggest journey into that transition of of what you're actually creating now in the world. What I do, I mean, right now it's, I guess, like everybody else through COVID times, it's pretty fluid, you know, it's like rediscovering myself in what I'm going to do, what, what's the best way to get involved in the world and serve others, you know, but, but from a very early stage, my life has been about, um, just that service to others through consciousness, you know, and, and it has had different, um, it has had different like um, ways of being through 20 years, you know, like first it looks obviously it's about all self-discovery and what you want to do and what you want, what you get out of that inner journey. And then you get to teach. And for me, obviously there was a point where because you're in a position where you teach others, it's very easy to get into your ego, you know, cause because <laughs> you're there. So it's, it's, is even just the name of being a teacher. It's put you in a perception for other people. It's like, oh, you tell me you're better or, you know, and it's like, that was a cool discovery to see. It's like, yes, of course the title is there, but, but there's no need for that. Yeah. It has been changing a lot through the years, but I guess my main purpose is to truly, truly live life the best that I can, you know, and, what I found through so many years of, of being involved uh, very, very deep in spiritual practices is the best thing you can do is, is empty your cup. 
constantly, constantly, mm. constantly, you know, because at the beginning of my journey, it was kind of like still a very new age thing, all of this meditation and live here and now and all that. And, and you get some concepts and then you get to experience it. And then you believe that that's it, you know, that you, you believe that that's the absolute truth, whatever you're experiencing. And then if you're lucky enough to have somebody to guide you, which I have had two teachers, two spiritual teachers, and they were very good at, at pointing out, it's like, well, you're, you have your cup full, you know, it's time to empty it and rediscover what you think you already know. Mm. So I guess that's, that has been the paramount of, of my life. And I think it would be the best for everybody is to be lucky enough to empty your cup every single time you get a new experience, you know, because it's very easy to make that new experience the, this is what it is, you know? It's like, now that I've evolved, like, now this is the truth. And you get to empty that cup and believe that you're enlightened or whatever. And then, and then it's like, no, I was so wrong. I was so in my mind. This is the <laughs> absolute truth. The fact of the matter is that we don't even know what the absolute truth is. We're not capable of experiencing it truly because we're a nervous system, you know? So, well, maybe that's not true. It's like we are able to experience the absolute truth, but then by the time it gets through our nervous system and we think we know it, then that's, that's definitely not the absolute truth. So that's why. Mm-hmm. I guess if I could sum up my journey, is is that is that constant realizing that we don't know anything. Mm. And I guess that's kind of a big part of this spiritual journey is going through it thinking that you kind of like you said thinking that you know what way to go and what direction to go in but understanding that the process is hugely also about letting go but also about evolving with the journey as new things come up because we're always kind of learning we're always kind of interacting with loads of different environments around us and these new environments these new things that we are learning they bring more lessons, more challenges. So how can we kind of move through those processes with a bit of more ease? Because obviously the idea, the notion of, you know, emptying your cup and, okay, not starting again, but actually, you know, opening yourself up to these kind of new ways of living that maybe, you know, before you thought you knew the way and now you're like, oh, actually I'm learning these new things. How can we kind of move through those phases with greater ease? Because I think there's a lot of resistance in that kind of evolution in a way. Yeah, it's practice, you know, it's, it, mm. you get more familiar with the process of of when you're attached to something, you know, and and we all have beliefs, we all have beliefs all the time, and even saying I don't have beliefs is a belief in itself, you know, so I guess it's it's having the confidence and the the willingness to question any belief that you have, and not not from the point of uh, self-doubt but of a very fun rediscovery of life you know and of course at the beginning it's very hard to know that you that you believe that you're right you know because it's like yes this is my life of course this is it and if somebody else doesn't experience it like that well maybe it's because they're in a different part of their journey and we don't notice this very subtle things that because we have beliefs our mind is programmed to help us maintain those beliefs as truth 
you know? So if we're not in a space where we're willing to just, like you were saying, there, there's a lot of new things out there that you, a lot of new different perspectives, which are all amazing is if you're not in the place where you just allow them to come to you, then you don't get the chance to just, oh, okay, well, just drop that and rediscover. And it also kind of takes the, the belief like there's someone right and something wrong or a correct experience or an incorrect experience is truthfully, there's just experience, you know, and, and there might be experiences that we prefer to others, but, but I guess the being open to all possibilities is what truly little by little allows you to become more aware of, of that constant emptying your cup, you know, constantly realizing that, well, yes, that's what it seemed like to be true. And now it's not necessarily true at this point, mm. you know, it's the universe is very fluid and very flexible. So why shouldn't we? You know? mm. I think a lot of people struggle with that massively, that ability to be fluid with their lives and kind of move with the natural flow of life without kind of trying to feel like they need to control it. Oh, yeah. So how do we how do we let go of that control? I guess obviously it's practice, but how do we actually let go? And <laughs> in those moments when we just want it to go the way that we want it to go, how do we let go? You know, we all struggle with that. And I guess it's not a thing where I can say like, I'm done with it because maybe I'm done with it in certain parts and then the universe will show me mm. many other ways where I'm not letting go, you know? <laughs> and I don't think there's a blanket statement or a, a recipe that... Uh, one size fits all. You know, I guess it's just by allowing whatever's happening to, that will let you let go and let go of control. And sometimes we let go of control because it just becomes so, so painful to hold on to it. You know, sometimes it's just that. Mm. Sometimes it becomes so tiring that you're no longer able to hold on to that control. So you ultimately let go. So. Mm. I guess it's, it's again, it's practice, but also recognizing that because it was very easy yesterday to let go of control and today it's not being easy, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going backwards, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's a different day because that's what we do. We sometimes, when we have a very cool experience, like, oh, I had a problem yesterday and I let it go without even thinking, we believe that we're getting ahead, like kind of like coming up in a little pyramid of consciousness. And then we believe that that's our new standard, you know? And then when the next day you cannot let go, it's like, oh no, I'm going backwards. And it's like, it's, it's really not like that. It's sometimes you can let go easy. Sometimes you can't, you know, sometimes you want a drink of water. Sometimes you want Coke or, you know, a beer, whatever. It, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just your body is different. You ate different food. The weather is different. There are so many things that affect our way of interacting with life that we're not necessarily aware of, aware of. Mm -hmm. but we always make it about us doing something wrong when things don't go our way, you know, and there are so many other things in play than this little me, you know. We put a focus on ourselves so much as, and blame ourselves a lot as well for if things are not going to our perception or, you know, we've gone through this spiritual awakening, for example, and then all of a sudden we're a bit sad and we want to spend the day in bed. And it's like you said, we kind of have this perception that that means going backwards. And I think 
that's a lot in the spiritual and personal growth community as well of thinking that we kind of constantly have to be acting out this high vibration permanently every single day in our lives and stuff and I, I guess that kind of leads us into the egotistical nature that spirituality can sometimes be if we are using it by the minds in a way yeah and and it's inevitable mm. you know like of course we're gonna have our ego involved because we have mm. one <laughs> like the biggest trap of enlightenment is believing that you have let go of your ego you will never let go of your ego your relationship to it will change mm. you know you won't judge it you won't think you're above it you won't think that it's vanished it's it's ultimately the recognition that yes it's part of you as it is part of everything else mm. and yeah it's just there's no point in denying that that will happen you know how do you get to a point where you can be more the i guess the observer of your ego rather than the person who lives their life by their ego and actually enables it to take over their lives at times yeah it's practice again you know and it doesn't mean that i i by no means i'm trying to say that i'm above the ego or anything you know it's like maybe i'm more familiar with when i'm in my ego what it feels like how like i constrict or there are certain positions that the body takes you know the breathing for example in my case it changes a lot it goes from like a constant deep flow to a more mm. kind of like agitated and i think that's the problem with with the spirituality is that we want it fast because mm. of everything you know we have technology you have whatsapp you have amazon like everything is delivered instantly or the next day and i guess some part of that is also inherited in our relationship with freedom and being enlightened or free or one with everything or however you want to say it and and it's not quick and it's not done you know it's we're never done or or the way i see it and this is a very uh, particular way of seeing it is um the moment you're done with your lessons in the planet you'll die because then you've learned everything that you need to learn here and you move on to whatever the next journey is, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's it's not freedom or enlightenment or just having a happy life. It's not about getting there and being done with it. It's it's recognizing that it's constant journey and like everything, it has its ups and downs, you know? And like a roller coaster, you know? You might not be having fun when it's going slow and going up, but then you <laughs> get to enjoy the way down and the and the rolling and everything you know, it's, <laughs> life is exactly that and we just the problem with life is that we pick our favorite part and then don't want anything else but mm. it's all part of life you know you need all of it to to really experience it and and it's just a constant coming back to the present moment to your meditation techniques if you have some but it's just a constant 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 thing of just coming back to the present moment, coming back to whatever is happening now. Because that's where life is, you know, but it's it's never done again because there's always something new happening. You know? mm, I think that's where another, another reason we struggle a lot, I guess, with a lot of the things in our lives is because we live in the past or we live in the future. We're never in the moment. We're never fully experiencing the moment for kind of what it is. And even when we are in the present moment, there's a lot of times where we're experiencing as what we want it to be, not what it actually is. You know, yeah. so how, how have you found in your own practices that you've been able to kind of 
really bring yourself more into the present moment and fully kind of experiencing life you know obviously there's that practice element but what actual techniques have kind of really helped you dial down and get in that present moment when you're you know when you're feeling a bit stuck in the past or the present or the future I guess it, it changes for everyone, but I think a mm. daily practice of meditation is elemental, you know, to become very, very aware of of how we get tricked into those thoughts that, like you said, they're mm. either in the future or the past. They're never in the present moment. And um, and there are very different ways of experiencing it, you know, like I've, I've been involved with meditation and teaching it for, mm. I don't know, 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And it's a a very typical meditation practice where you close your eyes and you introduce some techniques and you see what happens, you know. But two or three years ago, I started like practicing yoga and I realized that yoga is exactly the same thing, you know. Yoga, like physically doing yoga, mm-hmm. allows me to see where my mind gets gets triggered, you know. And in very different ways than it would get triggered when I just close my eyes and hang out in the emptiness. Because particularly for me, for example, with yoga, it brings out that competitiveness that um, I'm not doing mm-hmm. it well enough. I'm going to push <laughs> yeah. myself to do this right. And so it's a very different street where the mind goes and the, the thoughts mm-hmm. that it brings up, you know? So it's, it's really good to have like one or two meditation practices or yoga or running or whatever you enjoy doing. But it, I think the best way to approach it is that if you truly want to live a full life is you need to be meditating everything. You know, that's that's ultimately what freedom is, is a constant state of being meditative. And it doesn't mean that you close your eyes all the time, but it's that attention that you are willing to put in that, um, I don't know, 30 minutes in the morning when you're closing your eyes and meditating. That same attention that you do when you close your eyes, then it's in everything else, you know. And of course, we'll get distracted, you know, like when you're reading a book, commonly you will past 10 pages and not notice what's really happening or when you're eating your food you might be munching through it because you're thinking about what you're going to do next and it's just being aware and using even the food as that tool of like okay i want to really savor this you know because this is my favorite dish i want to be really present with it Mm. or if you're watching a show or if you're hanging out with a friend it's just that meditation helps you become very aware when the mind drifts you know, and it's any given time where we drift and it's very easy. You become very familiar with when you're off and just come back to what is happening now. Mm. Sometimes what happens is that we want it to be like something magical and magnificent, like something there will be like golden lights when you're present. And it's <laughs> there's ne- not necessarily anything like that. Some people have that experience, you know, like they see auras or energy mm. flowing or whatever. But no, life. Life is simple. Freedom is simple. Sometimes it's kind of ridiculous to live a life trying to find freedom because we're already freedom. We're all living mm-hmm. in that freedom. It's just we're too busy to realize it, you know? And we overcomplicate things a oh, lot for sure. as well. <laughs> and I guess in those moments where we're forgetting that freedom and that we are that freedom, that's where your practices become even kind of more powerful because it enables you to bring you yourself back to that, the natural state of who you are. And like you said, it's kind of, I think we have this 
look in the spiritual community of like these are all the different practices you know you need to pick one and that's it but like you just have to find what works for you and what feels right and unique to you because we often forget that we are all unique with unique journeys um, and experiences of this reality whereas for yourself you know that you know in those situations for example like you said in yoga it brings out something in you to kind of get that competitive nature going so I guess that's where awareness is so important and a big part of the journey as well yeah definitely you know and and like you said we overcomplicate things and meditation techniques are out there like you can just um, download an app or see a youtube video like it's not like science or a secret science anymore but something extremely simple that rose every time for me and this is not mine i read it in a book so i just don't mm -hmm. remember what book it is but i kind of want to give credit if somebody has read it it's 60 breaths mm -hmm. you know when sometimes you get so intense so agitated like you feel like you cannot do anything because it's tough and you realize you're in your mind and you want to come back to the present moment but you can't and then you get upset <laughs> with yourself because you cannot get back to it's like a loop <laughs> yeah. you know the easiest thing to do is just six deep breaths and i don't know why it's six but it's six you know and what happens is that it tells your brain that it's no longer in flight or fight mode it disconnects it and resets it and lets it know that everything is fine so if you get back to a body chemistry that allows you to become you know because sometimes we miss that fact that yes this body works in a certain way that it has hormones and chemicals and probably something that you ate didn't agree with you because even that mm -hmm. affects you know but but even recognizing that yes sometimes it's very hard to come back to the present moment if the chemistry is not mm -hmm. correct you know so just thought that six deep breaths works like magic mm -hmm. you know it's just because there's no technique mm -hmm. there's nothing that you need to see or perceive or anything it's just six deep breaths mm -hmm. and the body will take care of it you know and it brings you, that's as simple as it can get and it brings you back into your natural state as well you know just by reminding yourself to kind of slow back down in a sense and take that pause because if we don't take that pause we get very much caught up in all the emotions and all the chatter of the brain of the situation that's going on outside of us yeah and that's the thing is we we just get caught up in that you know and and you will get caught up in that time and time and time again and it doesn't mean anything other than you just forgot for a split of a second what it is to be back here you know but that never stops you know the losing your attention to your thoughts to whatever that that will always be there and life is not about judging ourselves for doing that it's just about coming back as quick as you can mm. and i suppose that's something that you can improve within time right and like you said practice 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 you know and it's <laughs> It's sometimes it's bad news because we just want to like, no, if I just do it right, it will be done. It's like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a constant thing. <laughs> and I guess, you know, it's actually finding enjoyment in that as well. And like, instead of beating yourself up when you bring yourself back away from your thoughts back in the present moment, it's like, oh, well done. You know, we remembered today. <laughs> we remembered quicker than we did yeah. yesterday. It's kind of finding that excitement yeah. and that enjoyment in all of that. And you know what changes that dynamic completely is to be able to laugh at yourself mm. you know i think i take myself very very seriously you know and less and less over the years but i did 
discovered that that one time when I was laughing at myself for one particular thing that I would make a huge deal, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's cool, you know, <laughs> to, to be able to call yourself an idiot, but not really mean it. Mm, just like, oh, what an idiot, man. Like, just let it go and yeah. just and it's, go on. And it just, know? it brings you into just experiencing life in a, in a better way. That's just a bit more lighter, even in the, the, the darkest and the heaviest of moments. And you would do that for your best friend, for the person you love, you know, it's like, stop being an idiot, man. Just relax. Just, you know, come here, breathe, look at the sky, whatever, you know, mm. but we don't do it with ourselves. We're the harshest mm. with ourselves. Mm. And it's just coming back to that gentleness, that simplicity and that lightness, like you said. Mm. I love that. So where can uh, people find you? Uh, on my Instagram, it's the spiritual coach online and my website, the spiritual coach.com. Brilliant. Those will be in the spiritual coach online. <laughs> there <Sorry>. we go. <laughs> those, uh, those links will be in the show notes. So definitely go and check those out. And we just, we just wrap up with one final question that we ask all of our guests and that's to share a message from the soul. So this might be something that someone needs to hear right now. So whatever comes up for you intuitively. You're loved exactly as you are. You know, we all are loved exactly as we are. We just sometimes not see it because we want to get it from a particular way or a particular person or a particular source. But we are way more loved than we actually think. Mm, I love that. And it's such a beautiful reminder as well because it's so easy to forget. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been so lovely having you on and uh, uh this was a lovely conversation i really enjoyed it me too emma let's do this again <laughs> definitely thank <laughs> you so much and that's a wrap from today's episode thank you so much everyone for joining in don't forget to tune in next week monday and wednesday 7 p.m est as more of my guests and myself share some incredible stories and inspire you a little bit further to step outside of your comfort zone and step more into who you are at a deeper level. Don't forget to join our podcast community using the links in our bio and you can connect with us on social media. I hope this episode gave you a little bit of inspiration and the courage to step into your power and share your soul. Thank you again and I'll see you next week. Thank you.